This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Professor Dion Foster, Head of Department of Systematic Theology and Ecclesiology, also the Director of the Bayes Nordia Center for Public Theology. All of those impressive titles means he has to know which came first, the chicken or the egg. Good morning. <laughs> My goodness. Well, this, you know, um, yeah, I, I have no idea. I think, I, the, no I idea. think the chicken came first. God created chicken. the animals and then we had a chicken. Yeah. And then the chicken didn't yeah. know why sitting down was just so uncomfortable. And then came the first egg and then she knew. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you're right. I think you're, that sounds like a good explanation <laughs> to me. <laughs> uh, if you're happy with it, we'll, we'll, we'll let that one stick. Dion, you've always got some great stuff that's on your heart, and you dig really deep, and then you make us think maybe we're a bit superficial in our spiritual life, but then uh, we need moments like these to help us to dig deep, to think a little bit bigger than usual. Brad, you know, one of the things I love to do is um, I love watching documentaries. I love reading biographies. I'm absolutely enthralled by history, you know, to, to read how someone has approached a particular event or a period in history and see what they uncover, you know, almost like an archaeologist sort of peeling back the layers of dust and and getting to something. And um, this week I came across uh, an account of the excavation of Pompeii. Oh, yes. So many of our listeners may know that um, Pompeii was a a city in in Italy at at the base of Mount Vesuvius. And they think in more or less, 79, 80 AD, that um, the Mount Vesuvius erupted. It's, it's an active volcano, and uh, the whole of the city of Pompeii was uh, was covered in, in molten lava and, and ash. Sure. And um, one of the, the very interesting um, events that that was uncovered during the the recent excavations. There was a very prominent period of, of excavation between the 1920s and the 1960s. But one of the the more interesting discoveries there was the find of of a woman who um, was encased, protected uh, because of the ash um, in in this uh, uh, explosion of of the volcano. But what was interesting about her was she was completely surrounded by precious metals and and jewels. And um, when the the historians and and the, the, you know, earth scientists looked at this, the only conclusion that they could make was that um, she, she must have had a lot of jewelry. She must have had bracelets and rings and pendants and hmm. all sorts of things. And when the volcano was erupting, she must have packed these things onto her arms and her <laughs> head and around her body and set off to try and escape How the lava. And, and obviously, these things weighed her down and, and she, was, she was captured eventually by the lava. And so there she is with all of these precious jewels around her. And, and it's, it's almost a very sad image of, of how, you know, someone can allow something which is non-essential to become the sort of core, the mm. center of their lives, something to which they're willing to devote everything, even to the point of death, they're wow. willing to, to devote themselves to that. And that got me thinking this week, you know, what does it mean to live a life of true contentment? As yeah. a Christian, what does it mean to live a life of true contentment. Now, we get some hints about what it's not, and, and this story of, of Vesuvius and Pompeii um, is one example of that. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17, Paul writes to Timothy and says, you know, some people put their hope 
in wealth. Mm. And, and I must say, Brad, I think that's a very common thing culturally yeah. today, even amongst Christians. Yesterday we heard of the arrest of a, a very prominent uh, Christian church leader and his wife who seemed to have been captured by the spirit of wealth rather mm. than, than the gospel. And this seems to be a common thing, not yeah. only amongst persons who, who do not believe in Christ, but even amongst Christians. We're, we're caught up with a self-accumulation, and, and this becomes a, a healthy, uh, unhealthy obsession, you know, mm. this, this hankering after material contentment. Now, one of the great privileges of having been a pastor, a minister in the church, was that I, I had the privilege often of spending time with people at the very end of their life. Oh. Um, and, you know, often would be called to someone who was in hospital or in a hospice to just go and spend those last few hours with them. Wow. And what always interested me there was that, you know, the, the true treasure that people held onto at that moment wasn't, wasn't the house or the car, it wasn't the bank account. Um, it was none of those things. You know, the, the truest treasures were, were the real gifts that, that cannot be taken away, the gift of, of God's presence, the peace that comes from knowing that, that you are loved beyond measure by God in Christ, and, and the joy of knowing that, you know, God provides for what we need. Obviously, we have to work, we have to do our best, we have to contribute, but God will always provide what we need. But just a little bit earlier in that passage, and this is what I want to leave with our listeners today, and this is a struggle for me, and, and maybe you join me in this struggle. Mm. Paul admonishes Timothy, and he says that godliness with contentment is the greatest gain. Mm. The greatest gain that you can make in your life is to strive for godliness and to strive for contentment in godliness. Let that be your primary purpose. Let that be the thing for which you live and for which you're willing to die. And you will find that that is, that is the thing that gives you the greatest gain. So just that little encouragement to our listeners today, maybe just another wake-up call for me and, and for anyone else who's listening, just to say, recheck those priorities. Um, when the lava comes running down the hill, <laughs> are you packing yourself with jewels? Um, when, when you wake up in the morning and go to bed at night, what is your first thought and your last thought? Oh, yeah. And if it's not for Christ and for Christ's kingdom and Christ's presence, then maybe it's time to make one or two changes. Thanks so much for that, Dion. At a time where you are taught by, or not taught, but you are guided by so many forces around you to say that the answer is in stuff or more stuff, and that'll make you feel a particular way. Uh, we need to be told more and more, not less and less, by what it is to accumulate treasures in heaven as opposed to treasures that must, moth and rust can destroy. So, uh, Dion, thanks for your time with us this morning. We love it. Thanks for guiding our thoughts in a, a new way. And uh, bless you and have a lovely day. Thanks, my friend. And, uh, yeah, enjoy the sunshine. Summer is here. Praise the Lord. And we have enough water. Hey? Uh, we yeah. do. Ooh, God is so faithful. Yeah, amen to that. Thanks so much, Dion. Have a lovely day. Bye, Thank then. You. Bye. This program brought to you by SPH Kundalila, experts in surface mining solutions together, building a better South Africa for a better future. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.